Consulting. This is Cannabis Business Minds with your hosts, Kristen Yoder and Simone Simaluka Radzins. Today on Cannabis Business Minds, we have an incredibly interesting and awesome conversation going with the creators of the Gorilla Glue strains, now known as GG strains. We have Josie Wales, Lone Wadi, and we've got Cat Seven as well joining us, and she's in control of all of their marketing and getting the word out there. And we're having them on today because it's a kind of a David and Goliath type of a story where we've got Gorilla Glue Corp, the glue people, are suing Gigi Strains for multiple things for civil action for trademark infringement, dilution, unfair competition, and cyber squatting under federal, state, and common law. And this is so relevant to our industry because this is the most popular strain in the country. You know, this is, everyone has this strain. Mm -hmm. Everybody has this strain. So if something happens, if they win, if Gorilla Glue Corp wins the lawsuit, everyone that has bought the strain, has licensed this strain, Mm -hmm. is going to have to pay for it. And I don't know how much, but Gorilla Glue Corporation is a really big company, and they don't seem very happy about this. So we wanted to bring them on so that they could tell us what's going on and how we can help. So thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. It's so rare to actually get the the main growers on a call or on an interview. So Yeah. Well, guys, we want to just get into it, and we want to know how we can help. And for all those people who are just like, wow, I am a huge Gorilla Glue fan. Uh, the strains are amazing. I love GG strains. Like, I have mad respect for what they're doing, the genetics. Talk to them. Like, what is going on right now? Yeah. You know, you know, I'm Kat, and I've been kind of fighting this with these guys and kind of being the big mouth behind it. Um, the, the bottom line is, you know, we've been in actually in talks, in negotiations with Grill Blue Corporation for about a month and a half now. Um, and their demands got pretty big, where they wanted us to change the name. They didn't want us to give their domain name away to them, all these different things. And at the end of the day, when Ross was take, or when Lone and Josie were talking about this, they thought, you know what? If we give in and we negotiate this and we turn over and we give over our name and we rebrand ourselves and re, you know we're no, negotiate all this, next thing you know, we're turning over and we're going to open up a huge lawsuit for our whole culture. Mm-hmm. Our whole culture is around you know the funny names and all these different things. And the moment that we we fall down to corporate America. Every grower, cultivator, you know, strain creator is going to have to tip, you know, tiptoe around every single person and, you know, around Skittles, Girl Scout cookie, et cetera. So we decided a couple of weeks ago after their demands were just getting so outrageous, they were like, we're not going to do this. We need to fight. We don't need to fight just for Gigi strains and for Don and um, Ross, but for, for ourselves and for everybody in this industry, because the moment we bow down, then we're all going to go into it. So we thought about it. We talked to our attorney who is in Ohio and, you know, he's all for it. So he filed a motion um, to dismiss, if not to change the venue. Um, right now, Gorilla Blue Corporation is 
trying to sue us in the state of Ohio and saying that we have jurisdiction in Ohio. Um, come to find out, we don't have any jurisdiction in Ohio. We, we don't have any cultivators there. We don't have any dispensaries there. Um, if anybody is smoking the, you know, GG4 in Ohio, it's not from us. <laughs> you know, they just became a recreational or a, a medical state. So we don't have our hands in Ohio as, as we speak. So we did some research and we're like, well, how the heck are they saying that we did sales in Ohio? Well, I sell the t-shirts, these ones. Yeah. And I looked through our records and I was like, gosh, I remember selling some t-shirts to Ohio. And I always thought, to be honest, I thought it was my niece. She's in college. She thought it was cool that her aunt, you know, was working with a marijuana strain company. So she wanted to buy it, you know, to wear it in college and say, this is what my aunt did. So I kind of looked it up and I was like, I did a little search of the guy's name and his LinkedIn profile popped up. And there he was, the VP of sales for mm. Girl of Park. And so I called our attorney and I called Lone and Josie right away. And I was like, this is exactly how they got it. So our attorney and us, you know, we talked about it because, you know, this obviously is is moving jurisdiction. So we wanted to move to Nevada because um, that's where we were actually incorporated. We're an LLC in the state of Nevada. That's where Josie and Don live. You know, I'm a remote worker, but our, you know, home base is in the state of Nevada, in Las Vegas. So we did file on last Friday for either a dismissal or moving the venue in Nevada. We won't know exactly what the judge is going to offer with that, but what we do know is it's going to come with a price tag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can only imagine. A very big one. Um, you know, and it's just the three bucks right now. We have a lot of amazing cultivators, cultivators out there, but as you know, we're on a farmer's dime. We're on a farmer's clock here. So, you know, it, it, it's every three months or so, you know, we've got crops coming in or we've got this or, you know, it's, we're not mass produced right now because we want to do this right. We're not just doing something that everybody else is doing. We're actually making the pavement bring creators and breeders. And so as we do it, we're kind of, going that route and reinvent or inventing something that hasn't been done yet. So that's kind of why we reached out to you guys and we're thankful for you to talk to us, but we just want everybody to understand one, why we're doing this. Why are we doing this lawsuit? Why aren't we backing down? You know, it is David and Goliath. Um, It's the wild west versus, you know, the corporate America. Yeah. Um, How did you guys, I mean, so we we're, we were looking at your website. We have mad respect for what you guys are doing. You're visionaries. You are licensing out genetics yourselves. You are really paving the way, as you mentioned. And it's just interesting, as you guys have grown, I mean, you've won so many awards. You've gotten great attention. Do you think that this happened as they've realized more and more that you actually might be helping their brand a little bit? Or, or not even helping their brand. You're making money on their brand and they want some of the money because, you know. Well, I think that's kind of where it came down. Go ahead, bro. Well, I mean, what we're doing is, where was I going? We're paving a new road for, you know, all the industry to make sure they hold on to their strains. You know, that's why we've trademarked it and geo-tested it and got everything done the way it should be. So you were able to trademark Gorilla Glue number four? Is that in Nevada? Um, Yeah, we hold hold a state trademark in Nevada, Oregon, Washington, California. Go GGC! Yay! 
That's yeah, awesome. We're pretty excited. Um, so not only the GG strains, but GG4. And so Gorilla Glue 4 and GG4. Um, we've also Gorilla Glue 5, Gorilla Glue 1. Um, so we hold those state trademarks. We can't trademark at a federal level right now because obviously it's, it's the federal level. We did try. We, we started this process two and a half years ago, actually. Mm-hmm. So there was an article um, published in marijuana.com about us trademarking. And we got a lot of backlash for it. A lot of people said, watch out, Gorilla Glue is going to come after you. And, you know, to answer your question, you, you know, it's a perfect question. Is I thought that, too. Did we set ourselves up for this? You know, you know we're, we're out there. And, you know, by trademarking, did we? But if we didn't, so our actual goal, when, when Lone and Don, or when Lone and Josie came to me, their mission statement was we wanted to make sure that every patient or rec user got the medicine that they were looking for. So, for an example, there was a post-traumatic stress patient that sent this amazing letter to, uh, to Don and Ross. And it actually brought me to tears. And that's what got me to actually get involved in this company. Ironically, I've been sober for 15 years. Nice. So I was the last person that you would ever think was going to be wearing the TG strains and, you know, going to all the different protests and backing up, you know, legalizing marijuana because, you know, I, I was an addict of alcoholism. You know, I, I would have been the last person anybody would have thought. But when they came to me and told me their story and their vision and they wanted to make sure that if somebody had post-traumatic stress or anxiety, that they walked into a dispensary because they had a medical card and they bought TG4, that they went home and they got the relief that they wanted and that they needed. And if what was happening is Josie or Lone would go out and they would look at the dispensaries. That's their babies. They know exactly what those buds look like. And they'd be like, yeah, that's not it. You know, and of course they'd bring it home and they'd try it and it's not it. So then that's when they decided, if we don't trademark this and then go out to the folks, you know, to the state, to the, you know, knock-off out there and knock on their door and say, hey, you don't have the real GG4. You know, please do this letter, so to speak. Get it out of the shell and let's get you guys signed up, with, you know, with the real licensing agreement, get you the real genetics and do this the right way. I we trademarked this strain, and we also trademarked it as a medical cannabis plant. You know, I'm curious, since you went out and you trademarked it, because in California, I don't know if it's everywhere, but like the name OG Kush, everything gets called OG Kush. It's not OG Kush. It's so annoying that if you're going to go out of your way to trademark it, then are you making sure that you're enforcing the trademark on your own where you're like, this is not Gorilla Glue 4, you must cease and desist or we're going to sue you? Or what are you doing with your trademark? Well, what we're doing is I sent out a nice letter first. And it's just basically because we have um, partners, we have cultivators in um, Colorado, California, Oregon, Washington, etc., and so, for an example, if it's, we'll send it out to a dispensary, if we find it in a dispensary, we'll, you know, kindly say, you know, you, you're obviously on stocks, you have Gorilla Glue 4, we're asking, you know, for you not to be an imposter. If you want the original Gorilla Glue 4 or the authentic strain, here's the cultivator to contact. And we'll give you our partners, because we know they have the true genetics. And it's up to them to either reach out to them or pull it off their shelf. And I'm trying to be nice about it because the last thing we want is we're not going in here trying to tell people what to do and what not to do because it is, has been a wild west for so long. We can't go in with our guns flaring. we got to be nice. We want more friends than enemies. Mm-hmm. So we go in with a nice letter, try to get them to introduce themselves with the, the right 
trained, you know, right cultivator. And if not, a lot of them come back and be like, dude, sorry, I'm just trying to make a buck. You know, the next day we go on the, the dispensary, it's not even on the shelf. But they don't, then they bother to contact the cultivator and then sign up underneath them to make sure that they get the authentic. Because anything, what we do is, if you have authentic GG4 in your store, I'll back you up in social media and our website. We'll put your dispensary on our website. You know, Lauren and Josie will talk about you on IC Meg, we'll, on our Instagram. You know, we give you a whole backup. And at times, if you want a meet and greet where they'll sit down, you know, we'll go up to a dispensary or whatever and sit down with people, which is always fun. Um, and especially we did that in Washington and Ohio or in Iowa a couple times or Iowa, Oregon, sorry. Um, so <laughs> so we do that, we back up our cultivators. So then that way, if the dispensary is like, you know what, I don't need to get it from you, I can get it from Joe's, you know, down the street. They can say, no, well, you get the authentic seal. You you get the, you know, the original strain creators backing. And this is why. If not, then you're going to be in a legal battle with these guys. And we're not in it to be in a legal battle. We don't want to be able to waste money. In my opinion, that's wasting money, their money and our money fighting over just doing what is correct. You know, a lot of people ask what we're doing. And when I talk to a lot of people, I always say, especially people that don't understand the cannabis industry, I'll tell them that we want to be the honey crisp of cannabis. And what that means is honey crisp is an apple. The apple is patented. It's, it's genetics. And there's only certain orchids that can actually grow it. And every time you go get an apple in a grocery store, you're paying royalties mm-hmm. Absolutely. to the U.S. And U of M is the one that created the apple crisp, which is my favorite, for the honey crisp. Uh-huh. So, and one of the, we kind of want to pave that same road. If, you know, in all culture, they've already done this. So a lot of people are like, you can't trademark a plant. You can't do this. But it's already been done. Corn, beans, everything. And the bottom line, we're not trying to control. We're just trying to make sure that our patients, our consumers, either rec or medicinal, are getting exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, exactly. And, if, you know, if it's from a medicinal standpoint, it helps with so many things. And if it's from, you know, a rec standpoint, if they want to get glued, we want to make sure they're getting glued. <laughs> yeah. Josie, I have a question for you. How do you ensure that you are making sure that the genetics that you are providing to cultivators have they that they're doing it along your guidelines that they're really I mean what if do you have do you train them to ensure that how they cultivate and how they cure that specific strain is going to be the same that you would do in Nevada that they're doing in Oregon and California how does that work we just have to be very picky about who we sign up and the contract to grow uh, Ross and Kat both do a terrific job. I say, uh, like Donald Trump, vetting them and seeing how they grow and what they do. and Yeah. yeah. We uh, just try to pick the best ones we can. Yeah. Do you sell you know, like, We don't tell them how to grow their product. They're all qualified cultivators mm-hmm. when we go in there. We'll give them any suggestions, any help, but... At the end of the day, they all need to go through testing, and as long as it's the best product that they can produce, that's what we want on the show. Are you selling the seeds, or are you doing clones? Because do you ever worry that if you sell the seeds and then they get a male plant and then they impregnate a female plant and then they sell the seeds to other people? No, not this time because marijuana is so 
not like cotton or something else where you get the same exact plant from seeds. There's so many phenos that it wouldn't happen. GE4 is a real freak of nature. <laughs> one in a million. Right. And so that's why we have it geotyped. And that's why we make sure that our genetics get to the cultivators. And we have our genetics. And, and, and to answer your question, we are clone only okay. release. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 We have our true genetics, and we've had it tested throughout. Um, to find our true genetics. So when a cultivator signs up with us in a certain area, we know where our genetics are, and we make sure that they get the clone. Mm, cool. Yeah, and, yeah. and when it yeah. comes to genetics, it's the terpene profile is so important to the strain. That's how people know what strain it is. If you didn't put a name on it and they smelled it, then that makes sense. You would be using a clone so that you're working off of the same plant every time. Otherwise, you're right. The seeds would have a lot of differences per grower, per wherever. Right. Yeah. Okay. And right now we're trying to come up with some S1s as well, um, just for mass production. And they're so finicky. Like Don said, it's a freak of nature. I mean, the GG4, she is, she's a, you know, a little bee sometimes. Yeah. And so, I mean, just trying to get seeds off of her, you know, she's just, you know, but never, and two is if we have a cultivator, like Ross just went up to Washington, he flew up to Washington and then drove down to Oregon and, you know, met with all the cultivators. And then last week he went to the Mary Jane Cup and he was a, you know, a, an honorary judge. Um, so all of our cultivators went down with him, you know, and they all got to hang out in Venice and do those things. But, you know, he, if any cultivator that we have, like, you know, for example, like that panda or something, they have a question or, you know, it's not. You know, it's not stacking correctly or whatnot. They can just take a picture. They can send it straight to Ross, not in the area. And he can, he can tell them exactly how to dial down. And they'll call him within, like, 48 hours and be like, yep, you're right. <laughs> so we have, a you know, great open line of communication. And those cultivators, especially their senior cultivators, absolutely love it because they have a direct, a direct line to be able to talk to John, you know, John or Ross at any time you know, to make sure that our plan is 110%. So that's a plus of getting a licensed genetic from the actual creators of it so that you have that kind of support. It's like an unlimited warranty. Yeah. Almost, when you think yeah. about it, right? It's like, oh, I'm taken care of. Like, let me I mean, let me talk with Ross or Dawn and I can get the, the answer that I need. Yeah, and of course you, as the growers, would want to maintain the integrity of your strain or what's the point of trademarking it and going through all of this just to let people ruin it, you know? Or, God forbid, like, have some other male strain, like, knock it up or something, and then you got, like, God knows, you know? It's time for us to do some sponsor business. More Cannabis Business Minds when we return. This is Bobby Black, host of Blazin, here to talk to you about 420 Science. I've known Matt and Gary from 420 Science for over a decade. We've spent a lot of time together at the Cannabis Cups in Amsterdam, the Doobie Awards in their hometown of Austin. They were even at my wedding. And I've always admired their integrity and how they've built 420 Science from the ground up to become the most trusted online head shop. Visit 420science.com slash podcast for an exclusive deal on pipes and more from genuine people who put their customers first. That's 420science.com slash podcast. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. 
industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Great minds think alike because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by live-consulting.com only on CannabisRadio.com. I have a quick question. Do you, because of this lawsuit, do you have to call it GG4, GG5, GG1? Can you still call it Gorilla Glue number four? Or whatever? Yeah, we we are allowed to call it Gorilla Glue four. We have a trademark, our own trademark of Gorilla Glue 4. Okay. So we haven't stopped calling it Gorilla Glue 4. We've kind of tried to step away a bit and rebrand it as GG4, like our stickers say. Yep. Um, and the reason we did that, too, is, you know, about six months ago, when Oregon became recreational, and they passed that law where certain, like, Bruce Banner and Gorilla Glue 4 couldn't be named that anymore because of enticing children. Yep. So, yeah, so we, I, at that time, since I'm, you know, I'm more involved in the branding and the marketing and everything, I, I had a call with these guys and said, you know what, I think maybe we should just start calling it GG4, so then that way when, we, you know, all these other states kind of follow suit, we don't get in that trouble. You know, we'll always be known as Gorilla Glue 4. But if all of a sudden I do all this branding and all this marketing and every state's like, no, we can't call it that because it entices children, yeah. then I'm going to be like, okay, now I need to create a whole new branding book for Oregon or Washington or whatever whatever state. So we kind of started to condense it down to GG4. We've never called it just Gorilla Glue. We've always called it Gorilla Glue 4. And one of the things in the lawsuit it's saying is one of the things that they're mad with the dilution, it's funny, is they have a screenshot of Facebook and they did a hashtag of Gorilla Glue. And it's all weed. I mean, it's cannabis left and right. Yeah. And maybe a couple, you know, coffee cups holding together. And that's why they're upset. I mean, that's, that's their delusion, you know, dilution, yeah. you know, claim. It's like, well, first off, it's an algorithm, you know, the popularity. It can't help it that we rock. Yeah. But <laughs> you guys rock so I hard. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I actually didn't know there was a glue called Gorilla Glue. I'm like, obviously, I've never was been like, I was Depot. like, I only know the strain. And then we were talking about the lawsuit. I was like, wow. So let me just tell you, you've done something great. And we talk with companies all the time about branding. As we realize, I mean, for you guys to be in multiple states, have already trademarked something, it's so integral to your business. I know you're helping patients and you're expanding to adults. And to be able to be so nimble as you were, Kat, to be able to say, okay, you know, what maybe right now because Oregon's doing this let's go by GGC GG strange you're building a whole nother brand and that whole brand has so much value right and so to be able to pivot especially as 
it's still, we're not protected federally. You know, there's so much change in regulations all the time. Kudos to you guys because, you know, having always that plan B in business is essential because, you know, you're you're fighting for what you believe in and, you know, hoping for the best, but prepa- like preparing for the worst. I think that's that's key to success. Absolutely. What do you guys think would happen? So I guess, what is your plan? So right now, like, talk to us a little bit more about the lawsuit. And if you don't mind explaining, I was shocked when I read um, the court filing, cyber squatting under federal, state, and common law. Talk to us about that. Okay. So that's my forte. I've been doing internet marketing since 1998, before Google. So... I'm the wrong person to kind of mess with when it comes to cyber squatting. <laughs> cyber squatting, I don't know if you're familiar with that. what that means. It's no. basically we're piggybacking off of them. So we bought GorillaBlue4.com because we want Gorilla Blue adhesive traffic. So if somebody bought GorillaBlue4.com and started to sell ads for adhesive and made residual income off of that, that's cyber squatting. Yeah. If you go to our website, you go to GorillaBlue4.com, and you go to grill or grillatuff.com. It's not even grillaglue.com. It's grillatuff.com. You can tell the difference. We're flat out cannabis. They're flat out glue. <laughs> so we're not, there's no, you know, there's no confusion. We're not confusing the general public. So I think what they did is they thought that we were something we weren't. They thought we were a bunch of stoners sitting on the couch, building this little ba- business in our basement, mm-hmm. not thought out the process, mm-hmm. you know, and they, because they have sent cease and desist letters other um call to, or to other dispensaries i guess we came out and found this out and they've basically said yes we won't call it gorilla glue for anymore we'll just call it glue or whatever they've bowed down to them so there's three other cease and desist letters that have gone out mm. so i think that they thought it and then in the bottom of the the uh, lawsuit you see there it asked for a percentage of sales oh so i didn't see that so so talk to us a little bit about that because so, i think that's very so what interesting. they were hoping is we could read what they wanted give us about five points because we all know if we go to court you're only going to win a couple of them so the more counts they can throw at us the more we're going to back down and if we're a bunch of potheads sitting on a couch sitting in somebody's basement in las vegas then we're going to be like dude we don't want to deal with this but we stick behind what we do so at first we negotiated with them so for them to come after, we know at first it was, okay, yeah, fine. Let's go ahead and rebrand as GG4. It's mm-hmm. kind of what we internally talked about, and we talked to them about it. And they're like, okay, but then they wanted us to, you know, hand over our trademark. So they actually asked us to give them our trademark. Wow. So right then, wow. I was wow. like, <laughs> no, you know, this isn't going to happen. And I talked to Don Ross, and I was like, and our, our attorneys, and I was like, I know exactly what they're trying to do. They thought we'd go away. Yep. We're not going away. So they're going to try to get whatever they can to hush us up. And, you know, and our attorney, I mean, he's amazing. I mean, he's a guy in Ohio. He's a, you know, amazing Midwest. One thing we love about our attorney is that a lot of people can't say this. We trust him. Mm-hmm. You know, we honestly trust him. He would go to my daughter's, you know, birthday party. You can't say that much about attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> and so we said to him, you know, what do you want? You know, what should we do? And he said, you fight this. If this is what you believe in, you fight this. And we wanted to fight it. And we're like, we don't have the funds to give you a hundred K tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? He goes, do a funding. He's like, I'll back you up. 
So right now he's allowing us to, you know, go out and do outreach and do whatever we can to be able to pull funding together to continue this. Yeah. So that's, you know, where we're at with that, you know, and he's got a lot of different things, you know, in order to, for us, to, you know, one of the points that just always it drives me crazy is the fact that this whole lawsuit could have won if, let's say, we're in the state of Ohio. You know, Grill Blue is a big adhesive company in that state. So if we would go to court, federal court in Ohio with a jury that just turned uh, medical, what's our chances of winning? Not good. Zero. Yeah. So for them to bait us and buy two t-shirts to get that in there, prove that they're just trying to be dirty. You know, and you know, is it really worth $60? I mean, the two two t-shirts together, 60 bucks out of shipping, but... You know, that's basically what they're suing us for. That reminds me of Tommy Chong, you know? It's like the federal government just kept bothering him to, like, sell us this bong. Send this bong to us. Like, we really want the bong. Why can't you sell the bong? The minute they send it, boom, arrested. You just did federal, you know, crossing state lines, whatever. These people are smart. I mean, I've got to assume Gorilla Glue Corp has an insane legal team you know, obviously the funds to do whatever they want. Yeah. And that's one of the things we were talking about before. We're like, okay, this is so, I mean, we all know about what sets precedent, what, what is going to change something. And we right now with you guys are at a point where a lot can change in the cannabis industry because a, what you're already doing something very revolutionary where you are trademarking genetics and that's an amazing thing but b why we're having this conversation today is what can we do as the cannabis community to ensure that these things do not happen so talk to us about how if somebody's listening they're like oh my god i love i love this strain i know it's gg strains in oregon but i love what they're doing i want to help what what do i do what do they do well, I'm actually on the website today building the donate button <laughs> because we were in negotiations, so we weren't able to talk to anybody yet. So last Friday is when we, we filed to either dismiss or change the venue. So that's when we got the clear. You know, I really wanted to stay behind, you know, not announcing anything, you know, because I didn't want them to think that we're... Because definitely, once this comes out, it could hurt their brand because I guarantee, if anything, by Gorilla Glue 4 coming out and winning the World Cup, not just, you know, a couple of high time cups here and there, but the World Cup in Jamaica really helps them out a little bit. I mean, what cultivator in their basement or, or large cultivator doesn't have a little thing of glue sitting at their table because it's cool? You know, mm-hmm. that's helping them. So, you know, and we don't endorse the glue. We don't, you know, they don't endorse us. But bottom line is, how can they help us? We're <laughs> not our website. Um, what that donate button is going to do is you can donate anything, um, anywhere from a dollar to, you know, $5,000, whatever you want. Right now, we have just, you know, anything. Um, we're asking for shout outs. If people want to do a short video and be like, yo, these things, we got your back, you know, stuff like that. Anything of this nature helps from a social feed, you know, to a donate button, to whatever it might be. Um, we also are going to set up sponsorships. So, for an example, if you're a cultivator um, or a dispensary and you want to support us for this, um, loan is willing to go to your dispensary. Um, depends on the nominary, you know, the, the nominary amount that you deliver. 
um, we'll go there and, you know, sit with your cultivators and talk to him about growing and, you know, little tips and tricks that he knows. Like, at first we were going to have you guys, or, you know, it depends on the, the dollar amount, like $5,000 or more. You get to fly into Vegas and have a night with the, the creators of GG Strains. We've got a lot of fun things in the mix, um, you know, like jar can openers and just fun little things that I'm trying to throw together. But right now, you know, we've got the donate button. Um, you know, we're going to do anything over a hundred dollars is going to get a free t-shirt stuff of that nature. And um, also the know, t-shirt, the t-shirt's so ironic. You know what I mean? Like that is the t-shirt that is basically so ironic to the situation and we need to wear so it with integral. pride. It's so integral. Like it is the, the reason that all of this is happening. Well, so I like that. It's not, it's not yes, the it's reason. <laughs> well, it's the thing that got them to court. It's, yeah, it's the spark. Yes, it's the spark. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I would love just to let the growers or the founders, Josie and Lone, if there's anything you want to say to the people, to the dispensaries, to the consumers, to the cultivators about what you're doing or what you'd like from them or how you're feeling, here's your podium. Yes. Don, what do you think? Don, you want to Josie? Well, I just, Kat's pretty well said it all for me. I'm, I meant a few words, you know, to, as far as our dispensaries and stuff, I don't have much faith in them because they've sold so much fake glue. Uh, it's, I'm the wrong person to talk about that. <laughs> I totally understand he that. I'm all three guys. Just hearing him talk, he's going through a lot right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're I, that's that was one thing nobody knows about Lone and Josie is these two guys are amazing. They have hearts of gold. I mean, they're like my big brothers, and they would do anything for anybody, you know. And and Josie's on a transplant list right now for his kidneys. Oh, you know, wow. he went to, he traveled down to Arizona and he did get on the list, so he's at home right now, you know, doing all this from his dialysis. So when he speaks, it kind of chokes me up. So I apologize, but these guys are phenomenal, and that's one thing nobody knows about GG Strains is what, do, what who the two creators really are, and they're the most amazing men I've ever met. I think that's so important for people to understand that while you have done the business side of trademarking and licensing, that. It's because you want this strain to serve its medical purpose that if a patient uses it and they find relief, that they're not going to go to another shop, spend money, and not find relief. Because I managed a dispensary. People lie about everything, especially if it fetches a higher dollar price. And in the end... Patients matter. Relief matters. Mm -hmm. This isn't about recreational or anything. And to know that this is something... From medical patients. This isn't just like, hey, we want to make a ton of money off of Gorilla Glue Corp. It's we found something that gives relief to people. Always, like a consistent relief, a dependable relief. And we don't want people going out there and bastardizing the name so that people aren't getting the relief that was the whole goal behind this strain. So I think that's so important to know that's these are not like capitalist, you know, money hungry people are like, we're going to make this strain and then we're going to sue or everybody. Stoners. They're the most humble men you'll ever meet. Like, 
And that means so much. I think people really need to understand that because we already love the strains anyways, but to know that there's good intentions and a good heart and, you know, just, God, good, genuine people are not the norm in this industry. You know, this is this isn't about profit. This is about people. taking care of people, you know, and I can't think of a better lawsuit for us to get behind you than yeah. this one, because this is about taking care of other people. And that's what matters. That's why we have medical cannabis. That's why there are more medical cannabis states than recreational, because this is medically viable treatment. You know, it doesn't kill you or anything like it just helps. You know, so wow, we're um, here for you. Yeah, we'll do whatever we can yeah. to get the word out. So, yeah, yeah, totally. No, we, truly, we truly appreciate that. And if we had to say something, I guess it would be, you know, we're probably the most award-winning strain in the 21st century, and. Both myself and Josie never thought that was going to be possible. I guess the weed gods said, you guys got 90 years of doing this. Let's see what you can do with this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seeing so much, well, I'll just call it artificial gorilla glue, and people trying to make that big money, like you said, by just slapping a name on it. And all of this goes back to the dispensary. And I know dispensaries, they'll just, they'll put a name on anything just so they make that dollar. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. And well, that's why, like, these guys are, are constantly coming up with new strains as well. Like, they've got things in their back pockets. Like, it's unbelievable. And, you know, they, they're already, you know, like, long will go out and post, we have uh, glue chi coming out. You know, it's, you know, no, no one has it but us. But he'll post it on Instagram, and I'm like, no, because next thing I know, next week's dispensaries are going to have Gucci everywhere. You know, or I get inquiries constantly all day long. And, the, you know, I just thought, of, you know, picked up GG1. You know, how do I know it's real? Well, I know it's not real because nobody has the baby. You know, GG1 is the baby. Um, so it's interesting. And so, you know, and then exactly to put that point, it's, as soon as you, something's out there, they're going to put a label on it. Who knows what it is? I did it in high school. I mean, every football player was getting oregano for twenty five bucks. Yeah, That's yeah. What we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so unfortunate. You know, and all our all our other genetics, we've only released those to our authorized cultivators. Right. So when we grow inside all over the place, we know it's not real, and we'll copy you out and have ask you to test that product. We have it geotested. It's relatively cheap to do. I think it's like $139, and they'll tell you exactly what you have. It's time for us to do some sponsor business. More Cannabis Business Minds when we return. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th to the 14th at the Oakland Marriott City Center in Oakland, California. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Meet industry leaders over three days of informative sessions and visit hundreds of vendors along the more than 80,000 square feet of sold-out expo floor. Hear from over 100 thought leaders headlined by feature keynote speaker, former president of Mexico, Vicente Fox. Join us at the epicenter of the cannabis movement sponsored by the industry's only 
only national trade association. The fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th through the 14th. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Great minds think alike because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by live-consulting.com, only on CannabisRadio.com. Now I'm curious, since you are really controlling and you know who has your strains, what states are they grown in? Because if these are not the streets that you got it, you know, the states that you got it from, it's not Gorilla Glue for five or one. So what states are there cultivators in? Well, licenses. Yeah. Well, I know Gorilla Glue 4 is out there. There's a lot real and a lot fake. So for us to control that in any way would be almost impossible. Mm. All we can do is make sure that we have qualified cultivators to put our original sticker on it. And that way the people will know. But when it comes to our other genetics, we've only released those to our cultivators. They do not release cuts and clones. So that would be Colorado, Washington, Oregon, um, California. Michigan, and places like that where they have the true genetics, they're not going to release them, kind of exclusive to their cultivation operation. Like right now, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Las Vegas Purple Kush by GG4. No. That panda is the only one that has that. That's our cultivator up in Washington, and he can't keep it on the shelves. So, you know, we when we're coming out with the heat, so for GG5... In GG4, it's going to be Southern California. You, you know, we've got RB. We've, you know, Southern California, you guys are pretty good. Um, Colorado, um, Oregon, and Washington. Now, Washington right now is the only one that will have the Las Vegas Purple Kush by GG4. The, the real GG4, the real GG5, um, and eventually they'll be getting the Gucci. But that's going to be probably 2018 because we still got to stabilize it and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, on our website, if you go into under it says distributors, it will show the actual, you know. So what happens is for my standpoint is a, cult- or a cultivator will make a drop. They'll text me and they'll say, we just made a drop at, you know, at Cannacruz. Okay. So then I will go to our list and I'll put on our, our site that Cannacruz has the real GG4 in stock. 
So that's kind of how we're able to regulate it. Or people email me nonstop all day long at hello at, and then I yeah. just say, nope, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or if it is real, you'll know it. Yeah. yeah. One more question for you guys before we wrap up. And we usually do this mm-hmm. with all the people that we interview, and it's called the speed run. But we're just going to have one question. And where do you guys want to be in a year from now? Forgetting this lawsuit, like, where do you want to be? And set that goal, and I'm sure you're going to get there. But for each of you, if you could tell us, where do you want to be? I'll let the guys go first. Don? Well, where I want to be is hopefully one day we actually make a couple bucks doing this. (laughs) Amen. Amen, brother. Yes. Misconception of everybody that's not in the cannabis industry. No, growers have it worse than anybody because you're all the way at the bottom and then you've got people just stacking money, stacking things on top of your product and making things out of it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, people forget grassroots, literally. It's the growers. Like, hello, you don't have cannabis industry without cannabis. Right. So, Ross, how about you? Uh, Well, I'm like Ross. I'd like to get this lawsuit done, get all our lawyer fees paid, and be able to sit back and relax a little bit and not worry about bills and actually make a dollar. (laughs) I, yeah, I feel you. We're here for you. The American dream. Yeah. Yeah. And Kat? All right. Where I want to be in a year is I want... Sloan and Josie, healthy and happy. I want new kidneys. I want them, I want all their fears taken away. I want them to realize that they can go out and people are going to take their hands for what they've done. Um, I want them to have 20 new strains under their belt. And I want them all to win the cup. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a little bit too much, but at least have, you know, a couple of our new strains come out. But my biggest goal is to make sure that these two guys are happy and healthy and people stop talking crap, you know, putting other people down to make themselves feel better and realize that we're in it like everybody else. And if it wasn't for these two guys right here, they wouldn't be able to be fighting over if there was a real GG4 or not. And they should be thankful that, you know, they popped that fourth seat and this is what happened and here's where we are. And, you know, and these are two guys, one that's got major health concerns, you know, and they're just doing this because they want to make a difference. And this is their way of making a difference. And I want them to go down and in the books of, you know, they paved the way for the straight years. And if I get to join them, I'm having a good time now. So yeah. <laughs> they say I'm not going anywhere. They, they put me as the intern CEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm their cheerleader. That's what my job is. Yeah, I know most growers are like, look, dude, just let us grow the plant. Like, we don't want to deal with the business aspect. That's not what we do. We totally understand that. When it comes to, I don't know if this is even plausible, but when it comes to, you know, getting a kidney transplant, is there any way we can put the word out for donors um, what any information, you don't even have to do it. You don't have to give us anything. But if we can help on that end, too, we could even post something. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because we would. I actually interviewed somebody um, for social media that donated a kidney. Yeah. So. I mean, so maybe this could get get Dawn some help. I mean, we're here for you guys. Or excuse me, Ross some help. So we're here. I mean, really. And 
you know, thank you all for joining Cannabis Business Minds and sharing your story. And we, as a cannabis community, are here for you. And those that are not in the cannabis industry that are listening to this, I think it's really shed some very valuable insight onto who's behind these brands and what does it mean and why are they in here and what are they doing? And, um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, really. And send us any information that you want us to have that we can put the word out, you know. Perfect. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And, you know, anyone that wants to donate or, you know, offer their kidney, <laughs> you know, they can just email us, too, at hello at ggstrains.com. It's pretty simple. Um, hello at ggstrains. Or go to our website, growglow4.com. Or just email us or contact us and be able to get you in touch with, you know, Josie on a kidney. $50 in the, the lawyer fund. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. I love it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for giving us the time to talk to you. Oh. We truly appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks yes. for coming on. We're thank here you this. very much. And your comment about the dispensary stuff was right on the money a while ago. So thank you very much for bringing that out. Absolutely. Yeah, I second that. <laughs> it was right on the money, and that could be a whole other show. Oh, trust we'll have me. to get you on it for that. Then. It is definitely another show, yeah. and I've got so much to say about these people. <laughs> believe me, so we're on your yeah. side completely on that we're, one. We're good luck in because we got a lot to say too. Okay, well, we'll have you on. <laughs> we'll have you on. Don't have to filter Josie. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. we'll have you guys on. We'll have a lovely <laughs> have a lovely weekend. Yes, I will. You too, you guys. Have a memorial weekend. You too. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. You. Bye. My God, what a just monumental interview. Moving. Very moving. They're battling so many things, and they've got a small team and... Three people. Three people and somebody on dialysis. I mean, I... When we... Before we started and we recorded our, like, intro without them and everything... Yeah. Just thinking about what we were talking about in the intro to now, after talking to them, it's a whole other game. Like, it's easy to think, oh, yeah, hello, you named your product after a very large corporation. But now it's like, they have trademarks. They were able to actually trademark their strain in multiple states. And if this was a problem, why were they able to get the trademark? And secondly, Mm -hmm. like, they're good people. Like... I think that is the point is like a lot of times we think in business and we think in numbers and we think in brands and that's what our podcast is about. But we try to expose the people behind the brands. And a lot of times we don't get to talk to growers because they've been doing it for a long time and they don't like the attention and whatnot. But realizing that these are two human beings that are really in it for one purpose and it's to provide medicine. And to uphold the quality. Exactly. And the effects. Because it's medical, it has a medical purpose, and first I think, oh yeah, they trademark it, because then you could just be like, oh, not Gorilla Glue, you're getting sued or something, yeah. but it's so that they can maintain the integrity of, of, it. of the strain and of the effects, so that when you buy Gorilla Glue number four, you get Gorilla Glue number four, especially if it helps your medical condition. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of blown away by, I, I'm also very proud of them. I mean, they were super nimble to be able to like, okay, remember how we we're talking about Oregon? So they did have, they made, you know, the strains not have like the Skittles or Gorilla Glue or Girl Scout cookies, notwithstanding if the corporations would like file anything. But I like that they're nimble and I like that they're flexible and I like that they are to their mission and they're standing up. And they, you get their strain from them, then you've got their support. I mean, I think it's actually, I'm surprised and honored to have been able to talk with them. I didn't even understand that there was, I didn't know their business model. I didn't Mm -mm. know that this was a business model and what they're doing is incredible because it's incredible for um, standardization amongst many states. Right. And it's incredible for cultivators to learn from the best. It's incredible for consumers to be able to go to one source and get the information that they need. I think if you had to sum it up in one word, it's integrity. Integrity of the strain, integrity of the dispensaries, integrity of the cultivators, Mm -hmm. and integrity, period. Like, that's their entire thing. You don't just get a phenotype and they're like oh, I don't care whatever and just spread it out there like yep. these guys are all about the integrity yeah so if you're listening we're about to wrap up you need to do a few things you need to go to their website you need to go donate you donate funds and if you know anybody that could be a kidney donor go inquire within because I mean, seriously if you're one I mean if Gorilla Glue number four is what if the most loved, most popular strains in the country, then that's a whole lot of people that might just have the kidney that that he needs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, hey, if you want to do something really amazing and support your industry and support Gorilla Glue number four specifically... Think about it. Reach out to them. Reach out to them by email. Go to their website. I mean, I can't think of a better person to no. donate a kidney to than someone is someone with as much integrity and as much care and compassion for everybody else than Ross. 100%. And they didn't tell us what their hashtag is, so let's think of one right now to get this trend going. Hashtag... I'm not creative, dude. You're putting me on the spot. Okay, okay. Look, I'm not so super creative either. We will post the hashtag like... On our show notes. So go to our website, www.liv-consulting backslash podcast and look for this episode uh, and our show notes or, because we're going to link to everything. Or go to cannabisradio.com and look up... I mean, we should be on the front page. But if we're not, Cannabis Business Minds on cannabisradio.com. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Cannabis Business Minds is recorded by Simone Samaluka-Radzins and Kristen Yoder. Produced and edited by Gustavo Bogac at East Venice Recording Studios. Podcast music is by Ketza. You can find more episodes of the show on our website, liv-consulting.com, and you can also subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com.
Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.